The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk 2023. It just doesn't seem possible that uh, a man could be that old, Hans. Uh, Hans Mailbranch from BRAA at Middle Tennessee is with me. Uh, Hans, you're a younger man than I am, so maybe 2023 does not enamor you the way it does me. Tim, I think you just called me old. You, you slid that in there. Really no, no, like, I, I uh, said I'm old. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, well, you look good. Now, I got a birthday coming up, <laughs> so I'm getting older. But, uh, you know, my body doesn't work the way that it used to, Tim. Oh, well, you got, wait, you wait, know, you got, you got your years coming on. This face looks young, but these knees are old. Uh, this back is old. So I'm falling apart, man. I know better than that. Uh, Hans uh, has been with uh, Middle Tennessee just over a year. Just under a year. February first okay. will make uh, will make a year. Okay, so uh, we're gonna have an anniversary party. Yeah, of course. <laughs> let's 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 give everybody a little bit of your background, and then we'll take a break, and we're gonna, then we're gonna come ta- talk about what was a fabulous Saturday for Middle Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, born in New York, grew up in Chicago, but I came most recently here from University of Louisiana, where I was helping. Uh, raised financial support for the athletic department down there for a few years. Before that, I was at Mississippi State uh, and have worked at uh, six universities throughout my career. Graduated from the University of Illinois, the Illini and the Bulldogs. They competed in a bowl game today, did, so that was they? pretty stressful in my house, but uh, we had a good time. Who did win that game? I, I saw the first half. Bulldogs won 19-10, uh, to I think. Okay. Yeah. It's been a great weekend for for college football, though. I was talking to Lee about that this morning. The, the games that were played on Friday, uh, and then of course the semifinal games on, on Saturday. And I don't know if you caught the USC Tulane game earlier today. I did not. That one went down to the wire, and it just one game after another. And I think what kicked it off was an just an incredible Hawaii Bowl played on Christmas Eve, where the Blue Raiders. Uh, eked out one over the Essex of San Diego State, and from there on, it's just been a, a wild, exciting ride in the college football world. Two or three things about that game, Hans, that, that strike me. Number one is Christmas Eve. It was the only game in town, and so lots of folks were watching football. Yeah, They really didn't know anything much about Middle Tennessee or San Diego State, likely, but they were watching football, and they saw a really good football game, they no did. matter who won. Many people didn't care, but they, they just enjoyed being entertained. As I was on Saturday, I really didn't have a big dog in any of those two games. But I sat there and just marveled at the way they played right down to the very end. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about watching a game where you you don't really uh, have any emotional ties to either of the teams. You just want to be entertained, right? And uh, on, on Christmas Eve, if you tuned into that, 
San Diego State MTSU game, you got entertained. You saw two really talented teams who were going to fight to the end, and it just so happened the better team won. The Blue Raiders took home a victory, the second uh, bowl game, bowl win in a row for the first time in program history. So we're really excited about that. I, you know, We think the foundation has been laid here, not just from the success that football has had, but tennis, track and field, men's and women's basketball. It's a, it's a great time to be a Blue Raider right now, and 2023 uh, is going to be another year of greatness for the Blue Raiders. Middles win over uh, in the Hawaii Bowl points out the most important stat on the line is the score. Because if you look at the stat sheet, it was not impressive in some areas. Middle Tennessee's rushing yardage, for example, was negative. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to win ball games that way. But uh, I watched last night Green Bay uh, against Minnesota, and Green Bay had I think in the first uh, 21 points something like two or three first downs. They had a pass interception for uh, pick six that went in. Yeah. Uh, uh, kickoff return that went in so sometimes stats can be awfully misleading and we've had situations where we lost the game and we say but look at the stats look at what we did nah, that, that doesn't matter it's still not a w is it yeah that's exactly right ultimately we we play to win the games and uh and mtsu's been winning a lot of games lately and uh it, it's we're having a lot of fun right now hans mal, mal branch glad you you are with us we're going to take a break when we come back uh, i want to talk about uh, saturday and uh a look back a little bit on 2022 and maybe look forward to 2023 with you on All Sports Talk. Sounds good. Hey, fellas, need an annual health exam for work or just to start the year prioritizing your health? I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone. Typically, it's completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. You know, everyone has a more. First, it's a pony. Then to be on the cheer squad. Your more grows up just like you do, but your more can still carry you away or make you cheer. At First Bank, banking local gets you more. More of our time, more access to local bankers, more flexibility and more product choices. Because getting more empowered and confident helps you pursue your more that never grows old. First Bank. Bank local, get more. Member FDIC. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 
Tim Tackett and Hans Mail Branch on uh, with you on WGNS All Sports Talk. Uh, after this show, you will be taken to uh, the Rick, uh, not Rick Stockstall. Chip. Let's let's go with uh, Rick Hensel at six o'clock, and then uh, Nick McDevitt at seven o'clock. The coaches shows uh, from the Boulevard. If you'd like to go down and do that, it'll be broadcast live right here on WGNS. Hans, I, I'm one thing I'm sure you may be maybe tired of or might might enjoy listening to is some of us old folks talk about the good old days of of the way things were historically. There was a day before Murphy Center was built and the first few years Murphy Center was built, beating Western Kentucky was out of the question. It was never going to happen. Western Kentucky in the '60s was a, a national power. They Jim McDaniel's an All American was there. They went to Final Four. I mean, we're talking about like I say, big time stuff. Uh, and middle as well as Tennessee Tech and Austin P and other teams in in the league waited for Western to come in for the big crowd to show up, and, and because I want to be there when we beat Western. Right. After this last week, uh, win on Saturday night at at home, Middle beat Western eight of the last twelve games. That's mm. that's that's magical for for those of us that have been around basketball a while. Yeah, you know Saturday was a great day for MTSU. The women took home a victory on the road and in what I hear is a very hostile environment, a very tough place to play. Uh, you, can, you don't just go in there and roll out with W's. They fall hard. Uh, I think that they had trailed the entire first half um, and put together a nice little streak there in the second half and pulled out a victory, came home with a nice W. They're 10-2 and two now, if memory serves me correctly. They're off to a really hot start. December, uh, they went undefeated. Uh, the first perfect month that they've had, I think, since like 2015 or 16. It's been several years. Uh, and so they're playing really well right now. And then you come back to Murfreesboro and then the men's team playing Western also. Uh, we didn't fare very well in the first half either. And we really turned it on in the second half. And to go 2-0 and against Western at any point is great. To have it happen on the same day with your men's program and your women's program uh, is just it's a lot of fun. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Middle and Western women also have a, a real rivalry. Uh, Middle's won six of the last seven there. But mm. the Western had the best of it there for – for three or four years prior to that, but Middle's had it done. But uh, tough place to play. Last year, for example, Middle went to Western and was up 20-some-odd points. I was on my way to Indiana to visit my mother, where I'm mm-hmm. going Thursday, and I was listening to the game, and we're up 20 or better with seven or eight minutes to go in the game. Yeah. You got beat. I mean, that, that's the kind of crazy things that can happen in Bowling Green. Yeah, and you know, even if that game is played in in Indianapolis, right, or or Birmingham, it's a it's a rivalry game. Sure, and you're going to get the other team's best effort, yeah. regardless of their record, regardless of your record, regardless of the injury status of your best player, right? You're always going to get the other team's best effort when you're talking about a rivalry game. They don't call it a hundred miles of hate for nothing, and uh, and those games are exciting. They're fun to watch, and we're winning them right now, which just make them even better. Well, if you remember, right before the game, you walked up and. And we, we talked about that, and I, and I told you we were going to get two wins. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't as confident as I am today that that was going to happen. But uh, just excited for the team. And, and you were right on the men's side. Gosh, 0 of 13 at three-point shots up until the last three-pointer went in before the, before the half. Mm. Scored only 19 points in the first half. Yeah, You're not supposed to win games if you score 19 points in a half. But you, defensively, Nick McDevitt made the point. He said – it didn't let them affect defensively. We were only down eight because defensively we, we did a good job of working with them. And in the second half, 
How can a team be 0 of 13 and then turn around in the second half and I think they were 8 of 10? Well, I'll tell you how that can happen. Uh, you have a really, um, a really difficult place to play and, and a really exciting home court advantage. And uh, absolutely, we would love to have more people there. But I'll tell you what, the Blue Raider fans that showed up there on Saturday when there's so many other things going on and the distractions of the holidays and having the women's team right up the road and the opportunity to go up there, the ones that showed up at the Murphy Center, they brought everything they had and they were loud and they got behind our guys and, and, and our players were able to feed off of that energy, Tim. And I really think that's what helped them turn it around in the second half, knowing that they had loyal Blue Raiders in the stands cheering them on, and they're going to be there to the bitter end. Middle Tennessee men are two and one in league play. Uh, ladies are leading the league at three and zero. Oh. Uh, only only other undefeated team in the league on the ladies' side. I'm trying to think who that would be. There's only one. But uh, and anyway, that, that, that here to there, they play at home on Thursday night against San Antonio. Yep, Hope six o'clock. Out you, you mentioned the men's and women's game being played at the same time. The, the one time that really is bothersome to a lot of us is when it's Western. Mm-hmm. Because I'd love to have been in Bowling Green on Saturday to watch that game. Because it, But you can't be two places at one. But part of the crowd issue that we had Saturday, Hans, frankly, was there were several of our people were in Bowling Green. Yeah. Uh, you know, loyal to both teams, but some have more loyalty to the women's team, which doesn't happen in a lot of places, but it certainly happens here. Yeah, and ultimately that probably made a difference with how the women were able to perform in the second half. Sure. Also, being able to look up in the stands on the road and seeing people wearing blue, cheering them on, fighting for them, encourage them, letting them know that they got their back. And say, you know what, we can come out here and, and we can play against anybody knowing that we have our, our, our people behind us, the best fans in the country. Now, I try to share with folks uh, – all the good things I can find because I have, as you well know, negativity reigns supreme, especially in, uh, in in lots of places. I was listening on the way over here. Jim Harbaugh, thirteen and zero at Michigan, has beaten Ohio State twice, a dread rivalry, but he can't win the big one, and he's choked on Saturday. I I I don't like that word choke myself. Uh, sure. And, I, and I'm thinking, I think back to the Buffalo Bills, what twenty years ago when they went to the Super Bowl four straight years and lost four straight years, and the fourth time. How, how people were cutting them down. And I'm thinking, you get to the Super Bowl four straight years, your second-best team in the NFL four straight years, how can you do anything but say that's a great team? But they, they weren't a great team because they couldn't win the big one. Yeah. You know, I, that that's what makes fans great is uh, they always want it a little bit better. I mean, even look at the run that Alabama's been on recently sure. or Clemson, right, uh, or, or Notre Dame of the past, USC, Texas, you name it, Duke basketball, right? Kentucky, you name any of those programs. The fans always want one more win. Um, and that's really not that much different here. You know, our, our football team went out and, and beat Miami and then went on a little uh, skid there, turned it around, won four consecutive games in football, won the bowl game first time in history. And their fans are going to be out there like, wish we would have won one more game, right? And th- that's always going to happen. That's part of the business. Um, Rick Insel is 10 and 2. He'd sure like to be 11 and 1. If he was 11 and 1, he'd sure like to be 12 and 0. Uh, and I think his fans share that. Um, and, and that's what makes this great. That's what makes it fun. And we'll get to go out there on Saturday and we'll get to lace them up one more time and try to go 1 and 0 on Thursday. Well, we'll see how all that goes. Uh, looking back quickly, uh, Hans, in your almost year, what, what's the, uh, the things that stick, stand out most in your mind about Middle Tennessee and Murfreesboro itself? 
Well, I got a lot to say about Murfreesboro, but let's stick to the Blue Raiders for right now. I mentioned earlier that it's really an exciting time to be a Blue Raider. I would take that a step further. I'm not sure there's ever been a better time to be a Blue Raider. And I've learned over the last year that, that, is, that that's quite the statement because over the last 10, 11 months, I've had people share with me the history of championship excellence that our volleyball program has exhibited, that our track and field program has had, that our, our, our men's basketball program, our women's basketball program, our football program, when we're competing at the FCS level and the OVC. I mean, we win championships here. We, we compete at a high level at MTSU. We, we've won lots of games historically. And you, when I look back on just my short time here, you know, with going 28-0 in basketball last year at home, our men's tennis program getting up to number 16 in the country, like I said, the two back-to-back bowl wins, what basketball is doing right now, we had a conference champion in men's golf, we had, I think, two conference champions in track and field, we, we're, we're, we're winning, we're winning a lot right now, and I think that we've just not even scratch the surface. Uh, people make fun of me. I say this all the time. The best is yet to come. We've had a lot of success in my very short time here, but we haven't even scratched the surface, Tim. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to get better. We're going to win a lot more. We're going to build some new buildings with this Build Blue campaign, and uh, I think the sky's the limit for the Blue Raiders. As the head of the BRAA, Blue Raider Athletic Association, your job is to, to see that money is there to fund as far as we can and help get people in the seats, get them excited. In spite of all you say there, it, we we need to raise more money. We certainly need to get more fans in the stands. Yeah, we need to do both, and I think that we will. You know, our team had been new for so long. We're not new anymore, uh, so we can't use that. But I think that the community has responded really well to us and myself, Claire Friels, uh, Lee DeLeon. You know, our team, we're out there. We are uh, taking taking meetings with supporters, and we're listening to them, and, and we're answering their questions, and, and they're showing up both in the stands, purchasing tickets, also making donations. We had record-breaking fundraising success in the last academic year that ended June 30th uh, and we're off to a hot start this this fiscal year as well we had a 15 million dollar goal if you remember November of last year 21 when the Bill Blue campaign was launched there was a goal to to raise 15 million dollars in five years we hit 15 million and bumped up the goal and we're now sitting at a little over 17 and a half million dollars raised since November of last year uh, when the campaign launched and so that is not kudos to to me and to our staff but to our fans and our donors who have really shown up to support this program and say both with their physical presence at games and with their wallets that hey uh, we love where MTSU is at but we want it to be better and here's our contribution and, and we're looking forward to 2023 where we're seeing a lot more of that. Hans the tennis courts are gone and uh, the, the new courts will be in, starting up here at some point in time we'll start seeing surfacing but it's a while away the uh, football building has not started yet but i understand the groundbreaking is here in a couple weeks and we should see some some real action starting somewhere early march make that happen and then uh murphy center is that 15 million dollar you talked about to try to make murphy center a, a, a better show place than it already is and you're seven and a half, 17 and a half million and i know that you understand that when you see when people see bulldozers bulldozing and and, and erectors building skyscraper going up with things sometimes they get excited and 
choose to donate a little bit better than they would waiting for it to happen. Yeah, we hope so, right? Uh, so you mentioned it, the tennis, the outdoor tennis complex. We had the groundbreaking for that in the middle of September. So that process already started. We have demolished the existing courts and the new complex will go up in that same footprint. Uh, and, and the work has already started there. And then in just a few weeks on January 19th, we'll have the groundbreaking uh, celebration for the new Student Athlete Performance Center, which is the big uh, part of phase one of a three-phase sequence for the Bill Blue campaign. And that Student Athlete Performance Center, which we affectionately call the SAPC, that's going to impact every single student athlete for every single program. And so whether you're a golf or soccer, volleyball, football, basketball, you're going to get to use that facility. You're going to benefit from that facility. And we're going to have an event to celebrate that in just a couple of weeks. Now, the actual demolition and physical groundbreaking is not going to happen until March after the basketball season is over um, because the construction is going to impact impact basketball parking so we'll wait until the basketball season is over but soon and very soon we'll have wrecking balls out there and and we'll be digging up dirt and the, and the fun will begin chip walters is going to come to us with the blue raider inside report here in just a bit you're listening to all sports talk Join me in Franklin at Ramsey Solutions Studios for Building Wealth Live on January 12th. For a chance to win seats from WGNS, text RAMSEY to 615-893-1450 and catch The Ramsey Show weekdays at 1. Good afternoon. Let's just finished that uh, situation we had earlier with that debris, 65 southbound at Dickerson Pike. There's still some flashing lights over here on 65 at the North Loop on an earlier crash. It's busy, but it's moving down. 65 into Brentwood, Franklin, down through Williamson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out the menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615 Eight nine three one four one seven, and let me show you with discounts up to forty percent. You may find it even cost less at State Farm. When home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at six one five eight nine three one four one seven, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. You've seen the ads out there: companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair 
your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Both Middle Tennessee teams dove right back into Conference USA play last night as everybody got back on a regular schedule. We'll start with the men's game that was played over in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Blue Raiders appeared to be mounting a comeback late in Thursday's game at Charlotte, cutting a 12-point deficit to five on multiple occasions. But the host 49ers went on a 14-4 run over the final two minutes to emerge with an 82-67 win. Charlotte was 10-for-10 from the free throw line in the final two and a half minutes to salt away the game. And that was really what took about a five-point game and pushed it out to a double-digit lead. Charlotte took a one-point lead to the locker room, but the Blue Raiders continued to battle, leading 50-47 with 11-34 to play, but the home squad responded with a 17-2 run over the next five and a half minutes. And again, middle kept coming back, but uh, just could not get over that final hump. The uh, win pushes Charlotte to 1-1 one one in the league, drops middle to 1-1. One one. It was Charlotte's 10th win. The Blue Raiders are now 8-5 and five on the year. Elsewhere around Conference USA last night, it was crazy, some things that went on. Rice went to Bowling Green. They beat Western Kentucky 81-78. Rick Stansberry, by the way, did not coach the game uh, uh, at Western last night. It's unknown whether he will be on the sideline tomorrow when the Hilltoppers take on the Blue Raiders in the 100-mile rivalry at 3 p.m. Also, UTSA loses at Louisiana Tech 91-69. FIU in a non-conference game wins 69-64 over Florida College. UAB had to go two overtimes uh, to knock off UTEP. UTEP had a five-point lead with under a minute to play and UAB was able to get it into overtime and win it. Also, FAU went on the road, made a statement last night at North Texas, and got a 50-46 to win against the Mean Green. On the women's side, Middle Tennessee's women's team found its groove in the second quarter against Charlotte and never looked back in a 71-46 win in the Lady Raiders' final home game of 22 uh, at Murphy Center. The MTSU defense forced 20 turnovers, while holding the 49ers under 40% shooting. After trailing 16-11 to after the first quarter, the Lady Raiders raced into the locker room at halftime on a 15-2 run, resulting in a 31-23 halftime lead after successfully attacking the 49er defense in the second quarter. Ksenia Maleska paced all scores with 13 points at the break, taking advantage of slow feet in the Charlotte paint to get them off the rim. The 49ers uh, dropped to 5-6 and six overall, middle now 9-2. and two. They hang around in the third quarter, only dropping that frame by two points, but the Blue Raiders continued to uh, knock it down and win it uh, going away by the margin of 71-46. to 46. The uh, Lady Raiders will be traveling to Bowling Green tomorrow to take on Western Kentucky. That is a 2 o'clock tip-off at uh, Diddle Arena. Elsewhere in Conference USA last night, it was uh, Florida Atlantic winning at home against North Texas, 66-61. 
UTSA losing at home to Louisiana Tech, 62-57. Western Kentucky won on the road at Rice, 79-74. And UAB was on the road at UTEP, and UTEP uh, smacked around the Blazers pretty good, 76-58. So that is it for this Friday, our final report for 2022 We'll talk to you next year, but be sure and join us tomorrow. Women's basketball at 2, men's basketball at 3. Hope to see you all at Murphy Center for the 100-mile rivalry against Western Kentucky. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening to All Sports Talk on 2023 as we start our 18th season of All Sports Talk on this radio station. Glad, glad that's taking place. Monty Hale uh, carries most of the lifting, but I'm glad that you are with us for that. Uh, Hans Mailbranch, the director of the Blue Raider Athletic Association, with us uh, talking uh, Blue Raider stuff. But let's let's just talk some playoff stuff, Hans. Uh, what's your thinking on football playoffs uh, going from four to 12 teams uh, Everybody's got an opinion. Well, you know, if 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 the games are going to be played like they were on Saturday, then it's going to be incredible, right? I mean, that was a great day for college football. It was really fun, really exciting. It was entertaining. Both of the games had a lot of points, had a lot of big hits, uh, went down to the final possession. Um, what more could you ask for? You know, football like that repeatedly over and over again is just going to help make the sport more popular. It's going to help bring in more money for uh, for the for the NCAA and for the programs, and uh, ultimately will help us grow the sport and the popularity of the sport. Now, I I, I do um, I I get a little bit concerned thinking about the players and yeah. uh, you know playing more games in a longer schedule, both on the physical component. I mean, just watching the bowl games this last couple of weeks, a lot of players going out with injury. Um, I mentioned I was watching the Mississippi State game earlier, and their best corner, who's going to be an NFL draft pick, he goes out with an injury. He's holding his leg, and you're just sitting there like, man, did he just blow an ACL? Did he just fracture his tibia? Like, how is this going to affect his career? And so um, you have that with every game throughout the season. That's not unique to the playoffs, uh, but it just adds more opportunity for things like that to happen. 
And then I also wonder, you know, what's going to happen now uh, as you start to see more and more, Tim, uh, players opting out yeah. of, of the final games. Even Ohio State, who uh, is playing for a national championship potentially, they had some players opt out. So it's not just, oh, we're some 6-6 six and six team playing in some non-factor bowl game, but even when you're competing for the national championship, you have guys opting out. And so I, it'll be interesting. I think there's definitely pros and cons to both. I'm a college football fan. I love the sport, uh, and so I'm excited to watch it, um, but it's not going to come without its challenges. And, and I understand the format, the, the six champions, conference champions, will the Power Five all will have one, and then the highest-rated uh Group of five schools, which Middle Tennessee right. would be part of, the highest-rated conference champion of that bunch will also be in the playoffs, guaranteed. Which is the first time there's been a guarantee that we have a real opportunity. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do. So you know, another hundred schools are going to be trying to do the same thing we're trying to do. But right. at least now there is that somebody's going to get there from Louisiana, from Middle Tennessee, from San Diego State, from Miami, Ohio. Somebody's going to get there. Yeah. And, and we see this in basketball. We've been seeing it for years, right? Like you just want a chance to have something special happen at the end of the year. And there's no guarantee that it will, but you want a chance. I didn't see how it ended. I was watching the USC Tulane game before I came here in Tulane, the, the group of five representative in the New Year six in the current format. They threw a touchdown at the very end and took the lead against USC. USC was a team that just a month ago people were saying should have been in the college football playoff, who their quarterback won the Heisman, arguably one of the most electric football players in the nation. And here's a group of five team who in the final minute of the game had a one-point lead. Did they end up pulling it out or not? I'm not sure. But the point is they're a group of five team, a quote-unquote lesser than, a quote-unquote inferior team, and they're going toe-to-toe with USC, one of the blue bloods of college football. And on any given Saturday, App State proved that this year. Coastal Carolina's proved that before. The Raging Cajuns have proved that before. It's happened before, and now you put that in a playoff setting where the stakes are higher. You mean to tell me that Middle Tennessee State could play for and win a national championship? In this new format, it could happen, and that's really exciting. Long shot for sure. I, I, I say this, Hans, uh, as big as football is around the, the group of six, schools like Middle Tennessee here, when people ask about the biggest moments in Middle Tennessee history, beating the University of Kentucky in the NCAA tournament in 1982. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that doesn't get much better than that, does it, except to beat Florida State, uh, coming back from 17 points in the second half to win that foot, basketball game, or to be, an up, be the number two seed in Michigan State in, 19, in 2016. Or to win two, the first team uh, school from our conference to ever win two straight first-round games, beating Minnesota. The biggest wins have come in the area of basketball because that's where you have the opportunity to be on the national stage. The football team has really no real realistic chance to do that. They haven't yet. The new format will give us that opportunity. And you look at just a few months ago, right, when we went down to South Florida and we beat the Miami Hurricanes in their in their building. Um, and you could say, oh, you know, they're a down year. They were an average team. They're not the Miami team that we're thinking of. But ultimately, you just got to play the games that are on your schedule. And if we can go and play those those types of teams and beat them, that'll help us in this new format to get uh, in a position to make those runs. But it all starts with winning your conference championship. 
right? You got to win your conference championship, and and that's that's our goal year in and year out. When when we start to uh, get prepared in the spring and, and ultimately come into fall ball, is to compete at a high level and and win the conference championship, and from there anything can happen. It is the missing link in at Middle Tennessee for the last bunch of years. I've mentioned basketball success. Women's basketball have won twenty straight games, for, twenty games or more. I don't know how many seasons Rick Hensel. I know has averaged twenty. Win, better than 20 wins in 17 years to do that. Uh, tennis has had its success. Volleyball's had its success. Football's had success. I mean, winning two straight bowl games is, is nothing to sneeze at. But the missing link is that conference championship, and that's what a lot of people still kind of hang their hat on. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I want to be careful because I'm not in those rooms. I'm not in the locker room. I know the coach's staff is working hard. I know that they want to win championships, and uh, and they go out every day and they try to do that. And what the missing link is there, you know, I, I have just as much knowledge on that as you do, Tim, right? We just don't know what we don't know. But I can tell you that from an administration standpoint, we're working every day to give – our coaches, yeah. including our football coaches, the resources to go out there and compete for championships in all of the sports, uh, football, basketball, volleyball, softball, soccer. Um, the one, one of the things I love about Chris Massaro is he wants to win championships in, in every sport. He wants to compete at an elite level in every sport. And, uh, and that's what we as administrators go out and try to do every day is facilitate for our coaches so they can focus on taking care of their student athletes and, and running their programs. And we try to come around them with the resources to do those types of things. A couple of new things that come along. The football portal was players are able to transfer one time and not have to sit out. That's changed the things. The NIL where players can receive money for image likenesses, which has turned into, frankly, a recruiting tool, I think. Uh, where does that leave a Middle Tennessee? Does that make the gap wider? Does that give us a better chance to compete with the, our peer group? Or, or we really don't know, do we? Uh, we really don't know, right? I mean, I don't think anybody knows, but if you're asking Hans for Hans's opinion, I think it really provides us a great opportunity, uh, especially now with the Bill Blue campaign, because what it allows us to do is recruit – student athletes who may not have previously considered a middle Tennessee because you, you can come here you don't have to sit on the bench at a at a larger school at a power five school you can come here you can play right away you can also get the same nil opportunities and the opportunity to make money for yourself and for your family that you would at any other school right and so in some regards it evens the playing field and with the Bill Blue campaign and the SAPC and all the different pieces that we're putting in place now, you know, our coaches can go into your living room and convince Mr. and Mrs. Tackett that your son or daughter is going to have a great experience at MTSU because we're going to have world-class facilities just like other schools are going to have world-class facilities. And we're going to have opportunities to offer your son or daughter NIL just like other schools are. And in that regard, I think it really helps us. The one thing that's happened at a lot of schools middle is – is certainly in this category. Maybe not as many great players, but some really great players have come through. The best safety in the NFL right now is Kevin Byard, who played here, known as now the mayor of Murfreesboro. Javarius Ward playing uh, all-pro cornerback that's there. Reed Blankenship is starting now at the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, a team that's got a chance to win the Super Bowl this time around. Uh, Richie James, uh, this past weekend, I th watching the, the film the clips and, 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 with the Giants. Yep. Touchdown pass, and Richie does a backflip in the end zone. Richie James the week before had eight receptions to lead the NFL in receptions that week. We've got uh, other players that have been there uh, going going back to, 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 to great guys. So 
Uh, it's not unusual to find Middle Tennessee in the NFL, and, and that's what you're trying to sell. You can get there from here. Yeah, absolutely. You can get there from here. We have a track record of doing that with all the guys that you just rattled off and dozens more. Uh, and ultimately, we want to grow that reach, and we want to be able to put more guys into the NFL. Uh, and, and we want to be able to produce – a first-class experience while they're here as well uh, and that's been one of the missing links is the facilities piece uh, and and that's what uh, myself and and Claire and our team were brought in last year to do is help raise the money so we can get the facilities up to par because the, the athletes were coming uh, we were able to get athletes we were able to develop them and train them and put them off in successful careers both in professional sports and in, in other industries uh, but we want to do that at a greater frequency uh, and with more volume and these facilities are going to be able to do that this new college football format I think is going to help us with that I think NIL is going to help us with that so the opportunities are there now we got to go out there and take advantage of them Alicia Clark was at the game on Saturday uh, Thursday night for the Lady Raiders the leading scorer in Middle Tennessee history uh, has had a great WNBA career. Great to see her from from nearby Mount Juliet, transferred in to Middle and uh, had a great career. Good to see her there. And then Reggie Upshaw, Saturday night, my all-time hero, I guess. I, I've had some special players throughout the years, but Reggie Upshaw was, was a special player. the The only guy that I've ever seen play at Middle that could be played could have played the point guard or could have played the five, and and, and anything in between. Uh, and loves Middle Tennessee, and it's great to see that. Uh, and and I know the fans were anxious to see that, and and, uh, and both of them with great big smiles on their faces. They were introduced. Yeah, you know it's always great to have former student athletes come back and support the program, and and especially on game days where they can uh, be seen and, and visit with the fans, people who admired them when they were out on the on the playing field. And um, you know we we want we want our former student athletes to always feel like MTSU is family and Murfreesboro is home. And when players come back and they get that warm embrace from the fans and, and when they get that feeling from the administration, from the current coaching staff and the current team, you know, it, it only encourages them to want to come back and do that more. We started something new this year during football uh, season uh, at home games where we created a, a former player pit and it's an area on the sideline where if you're a former MTSU mm -hmm. student athlete, you just contact uh, our team in advance, let us know you're coming in town and we'll have two sideline passes for you to come down onto the field. And the main reason we're doing that is to give those folks the same community that they had then, now. And so they can come back to games whether it's one time a year whether they come every game, it doesn't matter. We want you to come and be with your former teammates, come and be with the existing players, be there on the sideline to help create hype and energy, and it's all about creating that family feeling so they know that, hey, you're always welcome here, whether you come here all the time or once in a blue moon. From the chapter of the Gospel According to Hans, uh, the portal, how has it changed coaching at all? Uh, there's a different angle here that you've got to do. Uh, how many high school kids do I sign out of high school? How many do I wait for the portal to drop down to me? How do I do what I can to keep my players there? You know, build that kind of culture because if if five or six really good players decide at school ABC to leave, it's not going to be hard for another 12, 15 to go right behind them because it could be tough. I mean, it's, Rick Stockwell's got a heck of a job to do. Yeah. Nick McDevitt's got a heck of a job. Rick Stencil's yeah. got a job to do because they've got to not only uh, win – and recruit, but they've got to make sure that their players there buy into their culture to the point that they're going to stay. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what a loaded question it is, but it, it, it is such an sure. interesting time in collegiate athletics. And you're right. You know, our coaching staff has a hard job recruiting both future Blue Raiders and existing Blue Raiders, right? Because you're trying to keep your current roster intact and you don't know if a kid drops into the portal. Okay, well, now that's another position that maybe you have to go and find out another high school kid or get a, someone, a proven player who's at the collegiate level already who transfer in. I mean, you look at Savannah Wheeler and, and what we've been able to do with women's basketball in the transfer portal, you know, Coach Insel's used that to his advantage and Savannah's been able to come in here and have an immediate impact on the program. She was arguably the best player in the conference playing yeah. for a, a competitor last year and now she's here uh, wearing the blue and white and, and, and making us all proud and, and just putting up highlights. Um, and so again right it could be a disadvantage it could be an advantage ultimately it's an opportunity and then it's up to us to go and take advantage of that and and, and do the things necessary to make it a positive experience for us yes there will be times where we'll have a player who will go in the portal and they will leave but there's also going to be stories where we will go in the portal and we'll get a player and bring them here um and i think that both of them can work to our advantage if we do it right i hope i'm right but i'm of the opinion that our coaching staff that we have in place now will do as well with that juggling act as anybody will, is able to do. They're going to lose some good players. There's no question that that will happen. But I think in the long run, they will do as well or better than most schools like us because I, I think they've got some real good cultures put in place. They've got great leadership, I know, in the in football locker room, to be sure, and some of the great players that they've had. So that's that's what you got to do is, is try to keep that thing rolling. But you, you never know. Uh, people asked me before this season started what kind of team we'll have. I said, I don't know. We lost some really good players. And yeah. the, the football portal brought us some players, but I don't know how really good they are. And well, it took a while for that to happen. But once the defense got it squared away, they were pretty good. You know, you're, you're exactly right. The coaches here, they're going to do as good a, a job as anybody, and, and the culture here is really strong. But you asked me earlier, hey, what do I think about uh, the Blue Raiders and what do I think about Murfreesboro? And, and I punted the Murfreesboro part of the conversation, but I want to come back to that now because one of the things that our coaching staff and our university does have going for us is this community. And this is an amazing place to live. Not every coach and not every university can say that about their, you know, where they are. And, and to be able to recruit a kid from Huntington, West Virginia, and have Murfreesboro and the greater Nashville area to offer, uh, not only can you come here and be part of a championship team and compete at a high level, uh, but also you get to live in Murfreesboro, right outside of Nashville, you have all of these opportunities, you have all of this entertainment, you have these incredible people, right? The food is great. The weather, most of the time, is pretty good. Uh, I can't speak to that recently, but, you know, Murfreesboro is just a, such a great place uh, to recruit to if you're a coach. And personally, I'll say, man, our family has absolutely fallen in love with this area. You know, we, we felt strongly that we were going to like it when we took the job, and we hoped that we would love it. But we never thought that we would love it and that it would happen so quickly. Um, my wife, our two kids, we got a five-year-old and a four-year-old. Uh, our daughter is in kindergarten at campus school. And, um, you know, just everything about this community has been fantastic. All boiling down to the people here have been really warm and welcoming to us. Uh, and everywhere we go, people are supporting the Blue Raiders and, and are, are, are recognizing uh, my wife and, and our family and have really adopted us, yourself and, and, and your wife included, having us over for uh, the Derby last year. Just little things like that have made a huge difference for us personally. And I know that our coaches go out and then when they tell people, hey, you can live in a community like this and have all these different opportunities, man, that's a feather in our cap that a lot of schools don't have. 
Well, let's face it, you were recruited to come here to Middle Tennessee, and, and, and part of that deal, I know talking with Lee DeLeon and, and yourself, that part of that process was, I want to go to a community, and Nick McDevitt was very clear when he was came from Asheville, North Carolina, here, that he wanted to be in a place where his family could be very comfortable. And it's one of the reasons he was able and be here and, and stay here, I think, and Kermit Davis that was here a long, long time because he loved Murfreesboro. His kids loved Murfreesboro. His wife loved Murfreesboro. So I think there are some positives there. And say it helped recruit you to Murfreesboro, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. It was, it was about this time last year I was getting ready to come here on my, uh, on my in-person interview. And if you remember that big snowstorm you all got, I think it was January 7th. Or eighth. That was the day that I was interviewing here. I, I was talking to Tiffany, uh, your colleague here, uh, on the last break. I said, this body's not built for cold weather. People <laughs> laugh at me when I say that, but it's true. right? Both of my parents are, are from the Caribbean, and uh, my blood is real thin, man. I don't do cold weather real well. And Lee brought me in here, and, and it was snowing. And the whole city shut down. We had breakfast at City Cafe. We were literally the last customers that they served that day before they shut the whole thing down. And I'm like, man, I thought this place was the South. Like, this is ridiculous. It's like a winter wonderland out here. I felt like I was in a snow globe. Um, but outside of that, man, Murfreesboro has been tremendous, and we really love it. we got to get out of here, take this last break. We've got about two minutes when we come back before we go to the boulevard for the coaching shows tonight on WGNS. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. Let's just finished that uh, situation we had earlier with that debris, 65 southbound at Dickerson Pike. There's still some flashing lights over here on 65 at the North Loop on an earlier crash. It's busy, but it's moving down. 65 into Brentwood, Franklin, down through Williamson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out the menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Sir Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Offices across the state of Tennessee. Their home offices in Tennessee as well. Banking in Murfreesboro is a plus. At First Bank, give them a shot. What goes on there? Uh, so, so in the minute and a half we got left, Hans, uh, talk about 2023. What, what do you see besides the Go Build Blue campaign? What, what, what's going to happen at Middle? Well, right now we got to finish the basketball season strong. Both teams are playing really well right now. We just got into conference play. Uh, and the Conference USA is a strong basketball conference. I don't think it gets talked about enough how difficult 
this slate of games is and uh, we want to go out there and finish the job I know the coaches do I know the players do and I know our fans do and I hope that uh, our fans now that the football season is over and the holidays are behind us that uh, some of the distractions will be gone and they'll come out to the Murphy Center and they'll watch Blue Raider basketball because our men's program and our women's program um, they've earned their support Uh, these kids are really good they're fun to watch they play an exciting brand of basketball Uh, we're going to win a lot more games and uh, we want to do it in front of a packed house me personally I've never seen the Murphy Center uh, sold out and and I would love to see that and uh, and you know it's going to be an exciting end of the season we have high aspirations uh, playing in the CBI and the WNIT last year both programs want to go to the big dance and play in the NCAA tournament so Uh, We definitely got that to look forward to in the first part of 2023. And then the tennis program is getting, or the tennis season, excuse me, getting ready to start back up. Our men's and our women's program over the last three years are 48 and 10 at home. So come out to the Adams Tennis Complex if uh, if you're a tennis fan or if you're just looking for something fun to do that's a little bit different uh, because they also play a very exciting brand of, of tennis and uh, and we win a lot in that sport. Uh, and Coach Jimmy and Coach Teo, they're feeling really good about their roster right now. That season starts, I think, in a couple of weeks, January 13th, I want to say, is the first home game at the Adams Tennis Complex. So we got tennis and then we got baseball and softball seasonal start and we got an interim head coach with our baseball program, uh, Jerry Myers, who uh, was on the staff last year and uh, had, was with South Carolina when they made a couple College World Series runs. And he's been head coach in this league uh, for a while at Old Dominion, and uh, and he's feeling really good about his roster. So if you like sports and you live in Murfreesboro, there's plenty of opportunities for you to catch the Blue Raiders uh, this spring and, and throughout this winter. And hopefully the cold will go away and the sun will come back up and, and we can have some fun here over the next couple of months as we ride into the summer. And by the way, we've got some high schools here that play some pretty good ball as well. Come on, tell me about it. <laughs> we don't have time to do that. We'll do, to get that some other time. Hans Malbranch, thanks for being here so much. We're headed out to the boulevard. Stay with us on WGNS for the coaches shows coming up next. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.